that the word people comes first in our CCISD guiding principles. And our people are really the purpose behind our podcast series titled CCISD to the Fullest. A podcast where we talk with those who live and embody all the facets of CCISD, giving their time, their talents, their hearts, and their minds to this amazing school district. Hello, and welcome back to season two of CCISD to the fullest. This is Lindsay Hunt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dava West. Dava and I are privileged to have embarked on a journey throughout the school year to tell our stories, to make connections, and share advice on how to live or strive to live. CCISD to the fullest. We've shared some pretty amazing stories last season, and this season will be no different. With us in studio today is George Coroneos, a Spanish teacher at Clear Horizons Early College High School. From Louisiana to Venezuela and on to Texas, George learned early on about the inner workings of lesson planning, and he puts those skills to the test daily in his high-energy classroom, where he connects songs to align with his lessons teams. We're excited to shed light on his engaging approach to teaching. So welcome, George. We're so glad you're here. Hi, Dana. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm excited to be back. Well, I am too. And I think we are going to kick it off with probably a deeper question. Mm. But what made you want to be a teacher? Wow. (laughs) Um, So I grew up in a small town called Rubio in the state of Táchira in Venezuela. It's where the Andes basically start, the the Andes uh, mountain range. They start in Venezuela. And um, in this town, there were two colleges and one was famous for um, its pedagogy and um, basically its educational background. And um, a lot of people, a lot of my relatives and friends went there to college. In total, I think I counted and there were 18 or 19 relatives of mine that are in education. So they're either, they're from janitors to superintendents. It's the Uh, family business. Yes. So um, a lot of my friends also went into education. I actually wanted to become a music teacher and I started musical education there. I did two semesters and it just, uh, I decided to go into foreign language and I switched colleges, ended up going to La Universidad de Los Andes in um, the same state, but just a different city. Um, but yeah, so I guess it's a family business and a lot of my friends were going into education and it sort of like made sense. I knew I wanted to be a teacher since I was 14. Um, I just, I had great teachers. They were awesome. I looked up to them and I saw it as something that I could do and I could make a difference, um, in other people's lives. So I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that positive influence. So let's jump into your unique approach to teaching. So we've had the opportunity to kind of observe your classroom and your style, and it's high energy. It's engaging. There might be song. Um, So just tell us a little bit more about what it's like to be in your classroom um, and what someone might experience. Music was always very important for me. When I moved to Venezuela, I didn't speak Spanish. So I had to, I guess I used music as a a way of learning and um, sharing with others. Um, So I wanted to bring that. It's such an an integral part of my identity. I wanted to bring that to the classroom. And I always, I view it as, I view my lessons as how would I want to learn? 
you know, I, I had the opportunity of living um, and in the language, you know, being in, immersed in Spanish. Um, and how could I bring that into the classroom? So um, I want my kiddos to speak. So a lot of it is that interpersonal focus. And I try and bring that activities that are focused towards that um, without leaving the fun aspects, the games and that interaction that the kiddos are expecting from a high energy class. Mm -hmm. So do you find the teak and then the song? How do you kind it of is, pull together. Yeah, it is a combination of elements. Um, sometimes I'm looking for a cultural aspect. Other times I'm looking for entertainment. Other times I'm looking for a specific um, structure, like a grammar structure or um, a skill that I want my kiddos to use. Um, it could be a command. Maybe in the song we're um, doing a dance or we're uh, singing about um, colors or numbers or um it could be a, a story that the song is telling. It just, it really depends on what the approach is. And um, I try and rotate them as much as I can. So my kiddos are listening to a new song probably every other week. Um, and they like it. It's part of the whole, are we going to sing it? Yeah. <laughs> when are we going to sing it? Ooh, we've got to sing this one. And they recommend it. So I love that it's part of of the classroom identity already. They, they identify with it and it's great. And you play the guitar. I do. And you play any other instruments? I play the guitar and bass. I We have actually a drum set on campus. Um, and any of our kiddos that want to learn how to play it, I'll teach them basics on it. The basics on it. Mm. So I so we play the guitar. I hear these songs. So you are also a songwriter? Yes, I do like to write songs and I'll write songs for our students as well. Very cool. Can you tell the title of one of your songs? Like what song do your students like the best? Um, man, Los Saludos y Las Pedidas is a popular one. That's uh, It's the greetings and the farewell in Spanish. Um, they like it because it's really catchy, but it you would think that it's very, oh man, you're just, you're teaching them the greetings, like really in a song, but no, they like it. It's, it's almost like a serious song and they're like, Ooh, what is this one about? And, um, uh, so we'll do things like that. A lot of the times the, my level ones, I'll write songs for them because I can't find material that's at their level, um, readily available, you know? So I'll, I'll find in my higher level classes, I'll find stuff that are off the radio. Like, what would I want to listen to? And I'll learn that, you know? So what has been your biggest challenge that you faced as a teacher and how do you think you overcame it? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, we are our worst critics, you know, so I constantly find myself judging myself like, oh, I could have done this better. But I think that that's also, um, it, it I see it also like something that, um, makes me strive to become a better teacher. Um, I love collaborating, but many times it's, it's difficult. Um, that, that is a challenge, um, because at the end of the day, our, we are alone in our, it's, you know, it can be lonely, but um, I love the support system that we have here uh, at CCISD. So I've relied heavily on that. You know, I, when I was new to the district, I think that that was one of the biggest challenges. I was like, well, I, it's just me, but having such a great support system has allowed me to 
work on different aspects of, um, of, of you know, of teaching. So that's a good um, segue to another question that we wanted to ask. But if you could go back and talk to yourself as a first year teacher, what would you tell yourself? Oh, don't rush. Take your time. If you're rushing, it's not worth it. Um, and I got this, this advice from actually a colleague. She, she's like, George, if, if we're trying to squeeze something in, you know, it's, it's, you're not getting as much out of it. The kids aren't getting as much out of it. So that's, that's the number one. Take your time. It's going to be okay. Pick five things. That's another one. Pick five things that you really, really, really want to go over this year. And that doesn't mean that those are the only standards you're going to go over. It's not, those aren't the only things that you're going to teach throughout the year, but you want to make sure that at least you cover five things um, and, and that you're going to master with your kiddos. So speaking of those kiddos, mm. can now that in this might, you would want to go back and, and tell that first year teacher this, what are three amazing things that you have actually learned from your students? Wow. Um, listen to them. Listen to uh, it, it doesn't have to just be what you want to talk about. Listen to them. Make sure that your kiddos have a voice in the classroom. Um, that's that's the biggest one that I feel like as a first year teacher. Um, I, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? And it's, it's, it's really, a, right. No, it's really about them. It's really about, um, how can, how can we make, how can we get from point A to point B without losing your style? Um, but keeping them captivated and, and engaged. I think that that's my first one, man. Another thing that another student has taught me. Yikes. Or an experience or person that maybe has left a permanent footprint on your life in some capacity. I mentioned um, those lessons, two a little yeah. while ago, and those are both colleagues that I look up to a lot that I've worked with or I currently work with. And if they are currently a CCIC yeah. employee, feel free to give them a shout out because we like the others to know <laughs> what amazing work is being done. If you would like. Oh, to. Oh, absolutely. I love working with. Um, my my friend uh, Jeff Brock and uh, he, we just bounce ideas off of each other all the time and he's just I admire him in so many different aspects and he's the one that George if you're going to focus on you know five things what are they going to be the rest you know you're going to do it but these five things make sure you cover them and I'm like that's such a great idea you know because ah, what's that saying you know if you're trying to eat an elephant you can't one bite at a right. time. Right. One bite at a time. Still you know, where are you, you going to focus on? So. so what do you think is going great in your life right now? Wow. I love my job. I love to teach. I love my classroom. I love my students. Um, it's, yeah. So that, I love my life. I love my wife and my, my beautiful son. So those are things that are going great in my life. <laughs> what about grateful? Am I, grateful what am I grateful for? for? Um, I'm grateful for many things, but if I were to pick something that's, um, specific to my career, the 2014 shift in teaks and standards, I know that <laughs> it sounds really goofy, but everything changed. Like when they changed, when we adopted the new standards and focused on interpersonal skills and communication, everything changed. Like I stopped giving worksheets. I stopped teaching from a textbook and learned to 
um, focus on standards and, and skills that our kiddos could use outside of the classroom. So that was just mind blowing for me. I, I, I'm so grateful for that in my career. So was that timed with the introduction of, of music and song into your classroom or did that kind of already exist? No, I mean, I played music um, for my kiddos, but I was always very embarrassed to sing in front of them or play because I was like, I mean, they're high school kiddos. They're going to judge me. I felt something like that. But um, it, it all just made sense. It all clicked when I noticed what was really important not just teaching them about Spanish and grammar, but actually having them use it in the classroom and learn. And then I, I was like, but man, I've got this great tool. Like I can play the guitar, like I can sing for them. It's like, why am I not, why haven't I been doing this all along? So that sort of like made sense, but it all changed. I guess it coincided with my move to CCISD. Um, around that time period was when the shift happened. Well, it sounds like the guitar definitely, um motivates you. It sounds like your family is a hundred percent a great motivation for you. I your eyes light up when you talk about Milo for since you can't see it, he really sparks up when he's talking about Milo. It sounds like your students motivate you, your curriculum. It sounds like you're very passionate about what you're teaching. So um what advice would you have with others who might need a little motivation today? Find um your personality, connect what who you are, find your voice in the classroom. And it could be something goofy like the teacher that wears a bow tie and but you'll be that bow tie teacher or the teacher that goes on, you know, uh, excursions like hiking excursions or likes to camp. Bring that element to the classroom. Find your voice, find who you are, be authentic and mean it, you know, just like how we are with our own children. You know, say what you mean, mean what, what you say. Apply that same principle to who you are. Um, and you're going to be remembered and what you're saying will be remembered as well. So CCISD to the fullest, when you hear that, what do you, what do you feel? What do you think? And how do you think you're living it in your life? Wow. CCISD changed, um, who I am as a teacher, as a person, when I moved to CCISD, like I, I come from a background of teachers and I love teaching and it was great, but it was part of it was like a job, you know? Um, but now it's, I'm thinking, Oh, I can use that in my classroom. I can't wait to show my kiddos this. Um, Oh, this is going to be a great hook. They're going to love this. Like anything goofy from, uh, the, the new in and out burger, you know, restaurant and um, just bringing a sticker from there or showing the pay stub that I, the ticket stub that I went to see Barbie and talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer and then learning um, Yo Soy Ken, the, the Barbie song that Ken sings, but now uh, we're playing that in the song, in the classroom and the kiddos are like, this is great. What? You learned <laughs> the Ken totally song, you know, but like next year I'm going to find another song. You know, that one won't be as relevant, but it's, it's all about that. So um, I don't think that I would have this mentality or this, I guess, um, am, not ambition. What's the word that I'm looking for? This um, drive. Yeah, this, this drive. Yes, this initiative um, for my classroom and this passion for my classroom had it not been for CCISD and the group of wonderful teachers that I work with, the, the other foreign language teachers that have been great examples 
um, for, for this, you know, and the opportunities that I've had to meet other teachers and go to other conferences and, and see that it can be so much more, teaching can be just so much more than just a job. It can be who you are and, and just love it because it'll give you so much more in return. Is there anything else that you want to share with us today? Something that we haven't covered? Any advice for your fellow parting words, peers? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, for any other, te- not just teachers, all staff members in CCISD can listen to this. So anything else that you think they would need to know to help them live CCISD to the fullest? I think I'll have to go back to that same principle of um, find who you are and bring that to what you do because it will reward you in so many ways. And those days where you're like, cause we all have them. Those days where we're like, Oh man, I could have done this a little bit better in a different way. You'll, you'll see that, um, at, at the end of the day, you're, you're going to get back because you've given so much as well. I think that's great advice for anyone. Like, regardless of what what you do and who you interact with, that's great advice to take out and give it a try. Right. And sitting here with you, it's a very authentic statement. So, thank you again for for sharing your story, a little bit about who you are. In fact, we probably should have done this in his classroom. Yes, (laughs) so that we could hear the singing and all the joy. Thought about putting him on the spot and asking him to sing one of the songs that he's written. But that's maybe for another episode, another time, follow up episode. But I want to commend you guys as well because I was listening to the other episodes, and you make everyone feel so comfortable. And I was really looking forward to this conversation. So thank you for doing this and keep joining. Well, you guys make it easier. I know. This is one of my favorite things. This helps me love CCISD to the fullest. So thank you for that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Well, thank you. This completes our episode today. George, Deva, thank you for being present um, and for sharing your passion and your drive and your joy with the rest of of us. So thank you all. And we'll come back on again soon.